Hi, this is Mike Farkas, reading from my book, Phone Slaves. Episode 2 begins with our heroes, Mook and P, rolling around on the floor together at home. Incoming call from Brass Investment Group, B.I.G. I have to take this. I forgot I scheduled a phone meeting for 5 p.m., says P. What's a brass investment group? Big time New York production house. P rises from the living room floor and enters the bedroom as if it were the conference room of an office, shutting the door not completely, but enough to imply the physical separation necessary to focus on conducting her business meeting. Hello, Blake. Her voice clear as a bell. P bubbles seamlessly shifting into business mode. I completely forgot we scheduled this meeting. What a crazy day! Smiling at Mook before turning to shut the door, Mook remains on the living room floor, his mind suspended in a generalized state of bliss-induced levitation which he attains whenever rolling around on the floor with P. As far as being confined to working from home, Mook and P have easily made the adjustment to nest life. Each of the two lovebirds carves out their own little world of daily business conversations. Not unlike a form of parallel play, they coexist harmoniously, laboring naturally, as if there were nothing better to do. Because after all, aside from work and sex, there is nothing better to do. Rising from the floor, Mook can hear P's animated conversation through the wall. Entering the kitchen, he grabs his phone for a quick check when he notices an impressive list of notifications. You'd think something were actually up. But no, just a postponed meeting. Text message from Swami at 4.49 p.m. Should I call you first or hollow you at 4.59? Missed call from Swami at 4.58 p.m. Voicemail from Swami at 4.59 p.m. Where are you, man? Is the meeting still on? I'll just wait for you to call me. Precisely, thinks Mook. Call display was nifty enough, but the endless slew of missed call notifications, text messages, and text notifications about missed calls is too idiotic. And now with iBret holograms, there's an even more modern way to ghost and miss each other. It's too much information about nothing at all, about missed calls. Missed Hollow from Moontwang at 5 p.m. Meanwhile, at the offices of Moontwang Advertising, Lenny and Frankel put the finishing touches on their deal for nice brand tampons. It's about style. It's about making a statement. Everything is a statement. Some statements are better than others. They endure. They become household sayings. Whatever we sell... Whatever brand, Frankel, it's about going viral. It's a tampon commercial. It doesn't have to go viral. It speaks to young women, and it should resonate in a positive yet viral way. I got it. I got it. It's nice when things fit nicely. Idiot. Why? Ignored. Next. I had a friend who used to say... It's nice to be nice to the nice. Not a bad saying. 
But how is that pertinent to building trust in nice brand tampons? Does it really matter? Yeah, it really matters. What does feeling nice have to do with menstruating? It's too glib. Okay. What about a more spiritual angle? Like yoga? I'm all ears. No frills, just a young yoga instructor flowing through some moves. Female narrator. Be nice to yourself. Choose nice brand tamps. Uh, that could work. Encourages a woman to treat herself well. So? Well, definitely less is more here. Incoming call from Brass Investment Group, B.I.G. Good. Then we're done. Incoming call from Brass Investment Group, B.I.G. You gonna get that, Len? It's Blake. I don't want to talk to him. 